Awakening is not changing who you are, but discarding who you are not. A great quote by Deepak Chopra. Welcome to Heal, conversations to guide you toward personal growth and overall well-being. Welcome to this episode of Heal. Britt and I are very excited. She's here. Yay! To, Yay. Have, our, <laughs> to have our next guest. Her name is Jilly Maria. She is an Akashic Records and Sacred Soul Alignments practitioner, as well as a Reiki master, a medium, and intuitive. She has spent many years doing her own inner work to get to where she is today. I can't wait to hear all about those years and all of that work that you did. Let's welcome Jilly Maria. Hi! Hi, thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. We're excited to have you. Can't wait to hear about your journey. Um, thank you. Yeah. So we know you didn't come out of the womb saying, I want to be an Akashic record reader. Nope. And, um, <laughs> uh, I want to hear more about sacred soul alignment because I don't know, because I don't know what that is, but I could probably make a safe guess. Um, but you probably didn't come out of the womb saying, I'm going to do all of those things. So <laughs> Let's go back to the beginning. What what put you on the path to learn more about these um, different ways to help people heal? Uh, sure. So I started my journey. I started my journey consciously in 2011. I had been asked by a family member um, if I was happy. Oh. And I remember saying, "Yeah, of course," because that's usually our typical response to that question. Sure. Is sure, of course. Yeah. I can but ask you a quick question. It, what were you doing in 2011? What prompted that question? Um, you know? I was just, I was visiting family mm -hmm. and um, I want to say that I, we, it was in the back of my, uh, in a minivan, I was visiting um, a, a family cemetery and it was just a conversation. And I said, sure. Yes, of course. It was just regular, normal conversation. And yeah, so there wasn't anything um, where they would be like, are you happy? It was more like, not, no, generally speaking. All. So are you happy? Yeah, no, not at all. But then I got back to uh, where I live locally and it was eating at me. Oh, and well, that's interesting. Thought, okay. So what's going on? And there was a trifecta of events that happened. I was held to usually account, it happens that way. It's like, bam, bam, bam. Until you are like, you realize what's going on here. You know, you're like, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it was a uh, friend of mine that called me. Hold on one second. Uh, my brother got married. Yeah. And I'm the older of the two. I got you. Uh, I thought that I should be getting married first. Oh. And um, I, I was dumped by somebody. Mm. And so I was in a space where I, um, I was livid about a lot of things, which were all my fault. I mean, they were, they were <laughs> things that I, all of it. So she said, the friend said, 
find yourself therapist and I'm holding you to account. To let me know when and where your appointment is. I don't care who it's with. I don't care what you're discussing. I don't need those details. So that's what started me consciously on my journey to finding a therapist and spilling my guts. And I had been raised Catholic. And so, but I knew that the whole, um, you know, going to church, what I call Catholic aerobics. So if you happen to be listening and you're Catholic, not to disparage anything, if it works for you, great. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't bringing me the peace that I needed. It wasn't bringing me what I needed fundamentally. And so as I started getting into regular therapy with a traditional therapist, and then um, bringing my rape to the forefront, I had been date raped in 2002 and had buried it. And like so many people who are victims, I didn't know anything about reporting. I didn't know anything about sane nurses. I didn't know anything about the fact that looking back on it now, 95% of people who are raped know they're assailants. All the stuff that I had no idea because you didn't have any reason to know it. Right. So I went and did that from 2013 to 2014. Amid that recovery um, and healing process, I also found Panache Desai. And I, on a, on a, on what the early version of a podcast was on a webinar and he was launching a book. His, his gift was the audience was a book. So I signed up for the book and learned about rage and learned about anger and learned about emotion. And what the reason I call it energy and motion, e hyphen motion is because it's just it's an, or a way to make emotion from you. So many of us get into a space of, well, it's emotion and I can't feel time. You know, it's not negative and positive emotions. There's love-based and there's fear-based and fear-based emotions are just there to tell us something's out of alignment. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So if we can be a, rather than making it like, I can't feel anger. Cause when I hear people say I have an anger management problem, or that's just the way I am. Mm. No, you don't have an anger management problem. You have a failure to feel your emotions problem. And that is completely fixable with the right support and the right modalities. That is a completely healable thing. You are not broken. You are not a clock that needs to, that's fixed. You know, you don't need that. You need to resolve it. You need to feel your emotion. So when I started feeling my emotion, I also started noticing that I was in a lot less pain. I was diagnosed with uh, twin autoimmune disorders. Mm -hmm chronic fatigue syndrome and fibromyalgia in the late nineties before they existed. Yeah. And I got, when I got diagnosed, the funny thing was, I remember I was working in retail and I was living in Boston at the time. And I was in a store that was really tiny. It was at, the, at its, at its widest, it was 10 feet. Mm -hmm. It was 20 feet deep. So my, when I was going to the doctor, like something is really wrong. Something is very wrong. And my doctor looked at me and they did all this blood work and everything and came back and said, you have mono. And I said, I can't have mono. Well, why can't you have mono? Because if I have mono, my whole staff has mono and no right. one's sick but me. So we knew it wasn't something transmittable. We knew it's something I'm like, okay, it's not something viral and it's not something bacterial. We know that because my entire staff would have it if that was the case. Mm -hmm. So we didn't know what it was. We st they started me on, they put me on antibiotics that didn't even touch whatever this was. We didn't know it didn't have a name at the time. Um, so fast forward all these years to just being on Wellbutrin was the only thing that I was on. Wasn't, they gave me a whole long list. Like they do with everybody that gets diagnosed with an autoimmune disorder. They give you like 25 pharma meds and are like, 
go do your thing. Yeah, and I, feel, and I feel like, although I'm not someone with an autoimmune disorder, I do know a few people and I do feel like they do get to a point, some, some of them, not all of them, because I don't know a lot, um, get to a point where they are able to manage with that and include some of what we're going to talk about for this podcast yeah. too. So I, for you, I know I understand that it just wasn't working for you. All of those meds were too much and it just made you feel, I think you said earlier, well, and here's the thing. I felt headless. I was headless. on Wellbutrin. I, 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 I it was very mild and it helped me come out of the extraordinary tiredness. And that was what I was more looking for than anything else. There was still like a focus. There was still the body pain, all those things, mm-hmm. but the other medications, they wanted me to take like 25 medications. And my doctor and a follow-up said, well, why aren't you taking them? I said, um, let me be very honest. I can't remember day to day, most days to take an, a multivitamin. So the yeah. notion that I'm going to take all these medications, number one, daily, and number two, that I'm going to take them on any sort of thing that resembles a schedule. And this was long before smartphones. And like, I was going to have to <laughs> I have an alarm. Down. I have an alarm for everything on my watch. <laughs> right. So it's like, I can't even imagine doing that. And I felt like when I started researching where all these drugs did, none of them actually treated anything that I had. Mm -hmm. And I'm very big on if you're going to do something, I wanted to have some sort of efficacy to speaking directly to what doing. I don't want to be like, well, it's chocolate cake and it might help you forget. Or, you know, that's just a tryout. I would rather have drank alcohol and I'm allergic to it (laughs) and gave that a shot because at least it would have numbed something. But the whole thing was, is I got into the space of, as I was, you know, all these years later, starting to heal my emotion and starting to realize my body felt better. I wasn't in pain anymore. That first so you, fall, so you noticed that yourself when, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of times people, um, and that was just through therapy, but a lot of times people come to like, say Reiki, um, and they start to notice that. So this happened be- even before you learned oh, about before all of that. Yeah. So I was in a space of that was like fall of 2014, I think it was. Um, and I had been doing these, you know, these webinars and he would do healing and just, you know, say, just let yourself feel your emotion. I did. And it moved through me. It was really fantastic. And I probably was like, February, March of 2015 or so ish, I realized that when the coldest days were happening here, I wasn't in a vice anymore. I wasn't in like terrible, terrible, like pain that I can't even describe to you. But now I can say it's feeling like you're being in a vice. Like you just are like everything. It hurts to breathe sometimes. Mm -hmm. And so I was in the space where the, the brain fog was lifting and the, um, you know, the fatigue was lifting and my, my body didn't hurt as much. So I was moving through all of that. And I was in, I was introduced by a former friend of mine into the spiritual group. And I knew nothing about any of this. I was raised Catholic. We didn't touch the stuff. We didn't, you know, we didn't touch, you know, tarot cards or, you know, I didn't know what the Akashic records were. I knew I had heard of Reiki, but I didn't know what it was, all those things. So all of a sudden, um, this person, this woman comes in and she is doing this, this live reading. And she says, if you would like, uh, post your specific question for the Akashic records in the, you know, below in the comments and I'll answer as many as I can. I don't know this chick from Adam. Mm-hmm. So I post my question 
and I wait patiently. She's answering other people's questions. And I see other people like spot on, you're spot on, so on and so forth. She gets to my question and she is dead on. And I'm like, oh, dang. Like, I'm like busted. Okay. So <laughs> then I thought to myself, Jesus, I could have this available to me all the time. Like if I could get these answers, yeah. Like, how incredible would that be? So mm-hmm. I would watch her lives and watch other people do the Akashic Records lives. And I was completely fascinated, but I started reading up on it as much as I could and trying to figure out like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah, because okay. to most people, I don't think they would understand it and how it would work. Um, so the Akashic just- Records are, 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 think of the cloud, but energetically for your own self. So the Akashic records are a record of every thought, word, and deed of your soul since its inception. So if you're not a past lives person, like when I do my lives in my group on Monday nights, if if, if past lives are not your thing, and when I do private work as well, um, that's cool. That's fine. But, yeah, but the Akashic records does primarily work with, because like you said, it's your soul's inception. So it could correct. be- so it's- it could, it could be, be last year. It could be 5,000 years ago. Yeah. Correct. Mm-hmm. So like, I will have people on my live tonight that will ask about moving. They'll ask about relationships. They'll ask if it's in the best and highest interest to do a thing or not do a thing. You get everything. Like what can their guide share with them about a particular relationship or a situation with a person? And I love the depth and I love the global view that they can give you because a lot of times we feel like we take things personally and if we can realize that you know like a lot of times people ask about relationships and I'll say okay what what are you avoiding because you're so desperate to be in a relationship that you're avoiding your relationship with yourself or I'll say you know he you guys need to he's not your soulmate he's not your person and here's like here's a little bit of insight as to why because a lot of times people have other stuff going on and we grow through relationship and we don't even realize like we're taking it personally and be like, I thought he was going to be the love of my life. And it's yeah. like, okay, great. But yeah. can we realize that there's other things going on? And a lot of times, like if people ask like career questions, I can reach into their Akashic record, but also the situation where their energy is and say, eh, there's a lot of stuff going on as far as. Yeah. So you use the energy with like, um, giving like intuitive readings and then you also do the akashic records kind of simultaneously because you're reading the energy and reaching yes. back as well yes. that's pretty cool so tell me so you were on your you were learning about it and you de- delved deep into learning more about it and now you can do akashic record readings tell me a little bit more about sacred soul alignments is that something that is that something that is like anyone could get certified in um or is that something that you created what is that no i did not create sacred soul alignment is a sacred healing modality that was created by alicia hartzell she's the creator of it. she's a friend of mine she's uh amazing spiritual teacher space holder extraordinaire um there's over i want to say there's over 400 alignments at this point and they do everything from calling the energy calling energy in to like the energy, like one of them is miracle, sacred soul alignment miracles. And it's calling in the energy of miracles, letting you know what miracles. Oh, hold on. Just, okay, go ahead. Yep. 
So there's like, for example, like if I call in sacred soul alignment fear, we're pulling forward anything that is, that's fear, that's showing up as fear in your, in any of your bodies. So mental, emotional, spiritual, etheric, physical, all those places that you can be holding, because we can be holding on to scraps of fear or uh-huh. old stories and they can influence our lives and be driving the bus and we have no idea what's going on. Or where um, they came from, because they could have come correct. from anywhere, yes. Correct. <laughs> So it pulls out that fear. And then what happens? Is it like IET? Does it get replaced with something else? Do you, I don't know. Well, it's, that's, with- that's the energy that's built into each alignment. So it's automatically, if you're calling in, like if I'm, like if I'm calling in, like when I run myself on myself in death month, as I call it, there's a, several deaths in my family and in my purview that all happened. So September is death month. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I call in like, for example, sacred soul alignment, anger and resentment release, grief and sorrow release. So they release what you need to release, but also automatically built into the technology is bringing in the, you know, to bring in light, to bring in love, to fill that space because the universe loves void. So if we can be in a space where it's like, we are bringing that in automatically, replacing it with love, replacing it with, and everything you're doing. I mean, everything that I do is for the best and highest good of all involved. Um, now, Am I going to have situations where I'm working with a client in a, in a, you know, Akashic record session and they've got, you know, they've got an entity attached to them or they got energy stuck to them that needs to come off? Yes. But you're, again, you're still working for the best and highest good of all involved. You're still being like, gotta go. Um, you're still <laughs> doing the blessing work. You're still doing that really sacred, beautiful work around. We want everything to be love. We want everything to be, and that doesn't mean you bypass. And I think that's one of the mistakes that a lot of people make when they come into this or, journey. Yeah. Or they just think they maybe think that maybe, maybe, maybe not make the mistake, but think it. And then maybe hopefully they learn that Go ahead. So, what yeah, you I were going to say is that you don't bypass you. Well, and I think, you know, a lot of times people come in this space like one of the things that you see new people doing is love and light love and light and i'm like do you even know what you're saying that it's not an it's not an inherently bad phraseology but if we're going to be speaking from a space of love like a lot of people use it what i see in a lot of spiritual groups is people using it in a passive aggressive manner like they'll go and they'll say something to someone and they'll just basically chew someone up and spit them out for not having the same viewpoint as them and then they'll be like, love and light. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> I think, I got to tell you, I think you're in the wrong spiritual circles. <laughs> you don't sound super spiritual to me. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Part, a lot of the circles that I'm in are for newbies. Yeah. So you're going to have a lot of people that come uh, come from a space of religiosity. And again, well, yeah, not- hopefully they're there because they want to learn and they'll have some, their open Ex- minds will be able to expand um, a little bit more. Ex- in- exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, a, you know, we, the thing is, is, you know, like you said at the beginning, yeah. no one came out of mama knowing all these things. So it's <laughs> a learning experience to be like, um, yeah. love you, mean it, do love yeah. you. I, you know, but um, we need it's to so be funny. Like- I always said, I always say uh, the name of my business is me was mainstream meditation. Now it's mainstream coaching and wellness. But the reason why it's called mainstream to me for a couple of reasons, because I always say I'm not a love and light girl. Like I don't, I say namaste at the end of a yoga class, but it's not something that I say normally. And I don't, you know, fault anyone. I love it when they say the light in me honors and, you know, but I, I always say I'm not a love and light. That's why I'm mainstream. Like I'm kind of mainstream. 
Um, and I also want to pull this stuff into the mainstream. So it's sort of a dual meaning, because, mm -hmm. you know, Reiki and meditation and yoga and all of this stuff is good for everybody and everybody, you know, there's no religious religion attached to it, as far as I'm concerned. And, you know, you can actually have a better life knowing these things and just being aware of energy and what it is and what, you know, how you can manage your own and, there's just so much that people, I feel like everyone should know and everyone in the mainstream, like everyone should know, period. So anyways, 100%. I laugh when no, I, I say I, that I, love I, and light. I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't, I love that because I love it when people say it and mean it. I just don't usually say that. I usually say, thank you. Um, back, right back at you. Like, I, I don't know. It's just, it's not a thing I usually say, but I do love it when it's said to me. Um, that's funny. But I think it's, you know, I think that a lot of times people, again, a lot of times people, when they first come into their, like, I had no idea what I was doing. And yeah. I, so I wasn't really following anybody. I was just saying, Hmm, what does this resonate with me or not? Does this yeah. work for me or not? Does this yeah. follow? I think that's what energy this? is all about. Like when you, if you, you know, you learn about Reiki and you, it speaks to you, there's a reason you go learn it. Yep. The Akashic Records, it spoke to you. It felt right for you. It's your truth. Yep. So you learn it. And the funny thing is when I first started Reiki, I was not, um, I was in a, one of the groups that I was in, the woman Ooh, who runs the group was um, a Reiki master. So she, I was like, okay, I'll take Reiki one or two. I felt pulled to it, but then she was, so I was like, I'm not going to take my famous last words. I'm not going to do any more of whatever. And as soon as I was not going to do any, I'm just going to let this year be the rest of this year be an integration time. And exactly. And then I'm, like, it was, I'm like, learn, 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 learn. And now I'm yes. taking years to be like, what did I learn? <sighs> you know? Well, I think the other thing too is, you know, a lot of times people come into the space of, and it sometimes becomes spiritual bypassing where I think most people have really good intentions around learning different modalities on the one hand, because yeah. we're looking for something that will help us that we resonate with. That's not, um, you know, that we can help ourselves. Yeah. And that was part of the thing was I was wanting to help my own self. And I was yeah. trying to look for something that wasn't medical, that I didn't have to put medicine in my body. I didn't have to physically put a pill in my body. And, but I also know that all the research I had done was basically saying, no one's paying attention to all this stuff. No one really cares. No one knows what's going on, but do this. Cause this is all we have. And I was, that wasn't working for me. Nope. So that was what led me into all the, you know, the waterfall effect of like, okay, I'm going to become a Reiki master. Okay. I'm going to find just finding modalities and being in the space of, oh my God, that resonates with me. And now yeah. that, but well, like, once you learn Reiki, you kind of want to learn more and you want to do more and you want to uh, open up a little bit more. And so I can, you know, I get that completely. Um, and you want to help more people, you know, if you are in the business of, of giving Reiki, you want to help as many people as you can. And not only with Reiki, but with anything else that you know and learn. And that's exactly how I feel anyway. Yes. Um, especially when you, you, you do it for yourself, I think at first always, and then you are like, I'm learning, I'm learning. And now I need to do this with other people. Like you just kind of know. Yeah, no, everything, every modality I've picked up, I picked up literally for the notion of, Hey, this would be really helpful for me because I yeah. think it's going to enhance, this resonates with me. And when I'm having someone running sacred soul alignments on me, I can feel it. And so it was, oh, okay. And you just naturally cartwheel into this notion of what's the next thing. And like even crystals, like the first time I went into the crystal shop, it was, 
you know, I picked up certain crystals and I, wow, what is that? Like, yeah. So I was in the space of fascination. And I encourage that. I encourage fascination and curiosity as opposed to, and you know, again, if someone doesn't resonate with you, cool. But we don't, I think we're in a society where we feel like we're in a time in history when it's like, if something doesn't resonate with us, we have a tendency, a lot of people, not everybody, but we have a percentage of the population that has a tendency to spit on things rather than just being like, you know what, if that resonates with Brit, cool. If it doesn't resonate with Brit, that's awesome too. You know, if it, res- if it, if it resonates with you, Elizabeth, people, I mean, people, people will find you and they'll, t- they'll try it out. And then yes. if, if they loved it, they may come back. And if didn't they you guys didn't click even though you felt like you clicked they might not come back and that's just life period and it's a great lesson in it's a great lesson in healing your people please are wound as well because there was a point in yeah. time when I first started my journey where I was like but like me and now I'm like you know yeah, what if I yeah, resonate with it's you, okay you know, that's and, and our energy brings in what comes in so yes. you know get your energy as high and match it to what you want to walk in that door really that's Absolutely. how I feel that's what Ed taught yes. me Britt yeah and he's my he's uh, my my coach he's my law of attraction expert um awesome. we had him on we had him on the podcast he is awesome he is a love and light guy and he means it he channels and uh guides and he whenever he hangs up uh with a coach on a coaching session with me he always says that you know just know that you're worthy love and light and I always am like thanks Ed I love <laughs> so probably no one heard that because I froze but that's okay um, no, no, I heard it. I no, heard I heard it. it. It's beautiful. Yeah, oh, thank you. It. Yeah. So tell me, you mentioned Monday Night Lives. What is this Monday Night Live that everyone can go watch now after they listen to this episode? <laughs> so in my group, what, tell, what is Grace your group? <laughs> Awakening Grace. So the Awakening with Grace, and we have over 850 members, and we are, I do Akashic Records Live every Monday night. There's going to be four Mondays for the rest of the year that I will not be doing a live. Someone else will be in there doing something. I'm not sure what yet, but the intention is, is that I offer single, single specific question, the Akashic records. I'm in there for an hour and when the voice isn't on, I'm there for an hour to hour and a half, but the voice is one of my guilty pleasures. So that's how life goes. So I do it every on Monday nights from seven to 8 PM Eastern time. Okay, and so I thought you were talking about the guides and their voice. And I'm like, no, wait, she's talking about the show. No, I no, love show. that show. Oh, you think um, the voice on NBC, it's on NBC, right? Do you think they'll be yes. our sponsors so for it? It premieres, to, it premieres tonight <gasps> um, at, at eight o'clock. So I do, uh, so I, I do my live from 7 to 8 p.m. And you can ask a specific question of your Akashic Records. I get to as many as I can. I give people as much information. If you ask a yes or no question, you're going to get a yes or no answer. If I hear a no, I want more information. I'm always like, okay, more, more. Because I, I want to give flesh out a no for people. Um, but you get to ask one singular question. Mm-hmm. And it's also an invitation to, to allow people to get used to my energy. Because one, I do love to give. Cause I do free, I do freebie card pulls in there and some other stuff as well, but I really do like to give. And I like to also get people in a space of, you know, one, making the Akashic records user-friendly. I would like all energy modalities at some point to be user-friendly, but they're all not my job. Um, so I love, when I came into doing the Akashic records, I was doing it for me because, Oh, wouldn't it be neat to be able to have these answers at my fingertips and not have to wait for a live. But now I'm in the space of, 
deal, using them as a method to one in my coaching practice to help people understand trauma and to help yeah. cope. So I have my coaching practice, which is fire and ice transformational coaching. But again, going back to the group, it's an opportunity for you to get to know me and get to, and I like to build trust with people. I like to build relationship with people. Those are, that is so critical to me that we're in a space where it's completely free. So you get to come in. I have no expectation of anything, not even so much as, you know, people saying, Hey, where can I leave a review? If people do ask that I give them the link, but nine times out of 10, I just want to share with you the Akashic records. I want to share with you the depth they can give you because I believe so strongly in them. And I'm one of those people that's like the more information I can get about a given thing, the better. Yeah. That sounds awesome. So again, it's called Awakening with Grace. And that's your Facebook group where you go live on Monday nights. That's yes. unbelievable. And I just want to reiterate, you said your coaching business is fire and ice transformational coaching. Is that right? Correct. Yes. Okay. And that's on Facebook as well. There is a website oh, okay. coming, but we're not there yet. So no it's problem. also on Facebook. That's okay. Cool. Um, yeah. Everyone's on Facebook, right? Only the cool moms. That's right. Uh, <laughs> All right. We'll be right back. We're going to take a super quick break and then we're going to come right back with our guest, Julie Maria. Hold on. And here we are. We're back. Thank you so much for coming back after that very brief break. We're here with Jilly Maria. She is an Akashic record reader, a sacred soul alignment practitioner. She's a Reiki master. She's a medium and an intuitive. Um, I'm so happy that you're here. And again, thank you everyone for coming back from the break. Jillian Maria has so graciously offered to do a mini reading. And so I figured being the selfless mother that I am, just kidding, <laughs> that I would offer it up to Britt. And you know, Britt, don't, I can plug my ears if you want to ask a question. That you don't want me to hear. <laughs> no, I'm an open book. It's yeah. going to be public, but you can, my mom can plug her ears for two seconds. Yeah, <laughs> everyone, like people you work with, all your friends are all going to hear it. So, I don't know. <laughs> Just so thank you, Julie Maria Britt. Take it away. Yeah, I, I think I'm honestly most curious about, um, I hesitate to use the, the term career because I don't really ever see myself having one, but um, I guess just like work life that's kind of at the forefront of my mind lately okay so first do i have permission to be in your akashic records yes okay um so what do you do right now um i work in the podcasting industry okay uh, okay wow okay so i just heard very loudly stay there cool so um are you doing like podcasting engineering or? No, it's, it's like, um, I'm a booking agent. So okay. yeah. So okay. it's not really the engineering stuff. Okay. So there's going to be some, I feel like there's going to be, I just heard engineering, which is why I asked. So I feel like this, you're going to move into an element of engineering. I don't feel like it's going to be full bore, but I feel like there's something fascinating about that that's going to come up for you or there's going to be a like why does this happen a certain way and it's going to be like well let me show you mm. so then there's also a piece around having your own podcast and i'm hearing stepping out so i'm hearing um like two to five years from now you're going to have your own full-blown podcast and okay so I'm hearing you're going to be covering a range of issues that are important to you because you're going to be evolving 
and doing not a 180, but there's some things that you are, the way they're showing me is they're showing me a globe evolving and as it, it's dark and then it lights up. So there's this notion you're going to be evolving as far as your uh, thoughts and beliefs and as far as how you handle certain things in life. Like there's going to be some events that come forward that give you the, hmm, like I'm curious as to that cause you to shift. Like there's some, there's some beliefs that you've got that I feel like are, and I'm hearing cornerstones. So there are one or two cornerstone beliefs that mm. you're going to be challenged as to why. Mm. And like, and you know, how did you come to believe this? And your guides are saying neither good nor bad, just an opportunity for you to either, huh? Well, I believe that when I was this age and now I've got some more experience and now I've met some people that it affects this way. So now I'm moving into this or you know what, because of those, I'm even more solid, but it's going to bring you to a place of really being solid in who you are and your belief methodology so that you're in a space of grace with yourself so that you can also extend that to other people. Mm. And there's also going to be a piece where as a booking agent, you're going to have some contacts with people that you wouldn't normally because of what, what being a booking agent allows you to be in the space of, mm. you're going to make contact with some people who are going to be just like random conversations where it's because I see light bulbs going off. So mm. there's going to be opportunities for collaboration. And there's going to be, have you ever considered doing yeah. such and such a thing to give you that space where things that you've never thought about that aren't even on your radar right now, it's going to be, have you ever thought about doing this thing? Mm -hmm. And because and, expand, they're saying you're never going to have a career in the traditional sense of the word, mm -hmm. but you are going to have reach. And you are going to have influence, but not in sight. So like not having influence in a way where it's like, um, like you're going to have say over things that you believe in strongly, the things that you believe in with your heart. Yeah. And allow you to be in the space of also like the words you guys are using really one of your mental people in this business it's more like someone else and you just kind of fall in it. Does that make sense? That yeah, that makes sense totally. Beautiful. <laughs> cool. Thanks. You're welcome. Mom, did you want to ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. Well, you know, um, for the recording purposes, I'm turning my video off because you guys completely froze and I missed the very end where you were talking. I took notes everywhere. Um, and I don't know what the recording sounds like, but if it sounded like what I heard, it was like aliens. So maybe aliens. <laughs> um, well, I you will have reach and influence in, in, in connections that you will, will help you. Uh, that's kind of where I got lost. Mm -hmm. I heard so it's going to be, it's going to be accidental, like accidental mentorship. Yes. Kind of and then I heard you the say you have this one guide who, and I'm like, what, what? I heard that. Do you remember what that was, Britt? Uh, not specifically. I have this one guide who keeps saying something is sort of what I thought I heard. No, no, 
No, no okay. I don't think so. Okay. Maybe All that's right. just a guide coming in for you, Mom. <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> Would not be the first time that's happened. Would not yeah. be the first time that's Can I tell you, I gotta tell you something. It's hard to have a conversation without my video on because I like to make eye contact even though I'm on Zoom. But <laughs> um, I, every time I get a reading, they ask me if X has recently happened or, or are you blah, blah, blah. And it's always about Brit. And I say, no, but my daughter has. And they say, no, this is you. I'm like, um, no, but my daughter, not me, but my daughter has. And I'm thinking, so here's my question. And I'm going to, and Brittany, you need to close your video so she can look at me. Okay. <laughs> so the internet will work. What's wrong with this internet? Okay. Um, is it, I want to ask the records if this is possible, if I can ask them this. How connected are Britt and I past life? I know we've had past lives together, but yes. how is it that people are constantly picking up that energy that is definitely her when they ask, like when I'm getting a reading, if this past reading that I had, two things came up and I'm like, no, but my daughter is, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I feel like that we're that connected, but I'm just wondering how far back we might go. There you go. I'm going to give it a second to let it unfreeze. <laughs> it should be unfrozen. I can hear you great. So the two, as, as you were talking originally, that your energy is so interwoven. Um, you guys, like they, they were just showing me this braid, like this multicolored braid, but like your energy is like very interwoven, like even more so than like, a, like if I was like the way they're showing me is they're showing me is a hair braid, but they're showing me like all these multicolored strands and like, they just bleed into each other as opposed to like where you would like, you know, how you would traditionally like braid, you know, piece of hold, hold on one like second. Hold on, hold on. You get, So the two of you, your, um, your energy is very interwoven and you guys are saying there's really nothing wrong with that. But again, it's hard, for, like you said, it's hard for you when you get a reading because they're picking up a lot of times on her energy rather than yours. Right. And Brit's energy is very, very strong. And again, there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's just um, the way that I'm hearing it is your energy has been her energy, Brit's energy has been very dominant throughout your many lifetimes together, where your energy has been like the more caretaking, passive, loving, nurturing energy. And hers has been more of the take charge, masculine <laughs> energy. That's crazy, Brittany. That's crazy. I don't know if she's like, she's giggling, but yeah. Isn't that hilarious? That is funny. Yeah. Brittany has big dick energy. What? <laughs> okay. You can't see my face. That wasn't me. Someone else just came in and said that. <laughs> Go ahead. That's crazy. Can I just say why I think that's crazy? I feel like we're the opposite. Now, yeah. Now we're the opposite. So that's well, see, interesting. here's the thing energy, we can present one way energetically. And we can present a completely different way as our human self. Mm -hmm. And that's not at all unusual where people will be um, 
they'll again where their signature yeah. key will show up one way in the records and then there's another like a different <laughs> i've done had that happen well, let me just say i'm proud of Brittany for having that strong energy <laughs> I'm, re I'm really happy that she does yeah well the beautiful thing about it is that as you go into as you go through your life and as you're working on bringing collaborations and you're working on bringing things in and those that require you to be courageous and make those asks where it's like <gasps> You almost won't even have to because you're like leading energy is like, I'm in. Are you talking about Britney still? Because this is yes. my reading. Yes. But that's, <laughs> so that's, but that's, that's the thing is that. Please stop taking over with your energy. Sorry, I can't help it. I'm just so dominant. Jesus. <laughs> Who raised so, you? So the thing is, though, the thing is, though, is that um, you can if you want to. And again, I encourage people to disconnect from their energy and you probably already do this disconnecting from the collective daily. I do, I do but I don't, from Brittany's energy, I had no idea she had such a hold over me. <laughs> so here's the, the thing. I'm is... sitting in her old room right now. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm coming back on my hand. Watch out. <laughs> just because I think it would be really interesting to see what happens is I would be interested to see what happens when you, if you do an energy disconnect between the two of you. Oh, I don't want to. You can't make me. So I won't. Well, here's the thing. It'll reset. It's not a permanent thing. <laughs> It'll be like cut and then it'd be like. Exactly. <laughs> find its way exactly. right back to each other. Yep, it will. But it's a lot of times we need to take that energy apart to clean it. It's like taking your favorite sweatshirt off that's nasty right. and gross. And, right. But I really love it a lot. And like taking, uh, like, just let me wash it for, you know, or like yeah. taking a binky away from a kid where they're like, but I need my blanket. And they're all horrified yeah. and they're done for 45 minutes. And you're like, can I this understand thing just that. be dry? <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Okay. So our energies are intertwined and they have been for how long? Can you tell by um, asking or tuning into our energy? Um. Multiple lifetimes, because this has been going on for quite some time, because you've changed roles throughout, because we don't stay the same as far as race, as far as gender, as far as any of that through lifetimes, we can be in very different roles. Um, but as far as how it's been this way in this lifetime, uh, okay, something sticks, something sticks out from six years ago. What do you mean? That, like really got like, like very like, very tight six years ago very tight six years ago like yes, our, like it, our bond like it's always been like it's really beautiful energy um but it's so what happened six years ago Brittany was still old six years ago <laughs> um There was an energetic shift. So it wasn't anything that either you did. It mm. wasn't anything anybody did. Uh, like not consciously anyway. Uh, six um, years ago, I became attuned in Reiki meditation. Yeah. Um. So you left. So Elizabeth, when you leveled up energetically and got your attunements. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I just good. saw I just saw like she's laughing like, <laughs> so I just I just saw the braid and then I saw like someone like if you've ever like have you ever like seen like the back of those old dresses when they would cinch the bodice 
like in the yeah. back, like they mm -hmm. would stitch yes. the ribbons and like pull it. And yeah. that's what I just saw is like when like going back six years and like get you getting a tune and suddenly it's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's not bad. It's just that notion of you got even closer than you were. And this, the notion of, um, I'm hearing that disconnecting from each other's energy would be helpful to just do a gentle reset of the energy, especially since we're in a full moon tonight. Um, that would be really helpful to you. Again, it's not harmful, but it's just one of those things that if you're reading with like more than one person, a lot of times, and I've even had this happen, like when I've done my lives on Monday nights where I've had like the dominant energy in the room, sometimes like one person will be like super dominating. Mm -hmm. It's like, and they're reading. I actually saw someone like probably like two, two, three years ago now. I was not doing the live. Someone else was doing the live. It was an Akashic Records live. And this one woman kept saying, and it was one of the days when Facebook was eating comments, which was just so annoying because you can't, you have to have people repeat their comment like time and just catch what you can. But this one woman kept saying, you're not paying attention to me. You're not paying attention to me. No one sees my comment. Like she was desperately looking for validation, attention. Yeah. And the person doing the reading finally stopped the reading. And so, cause she was reading for a few other people. And every time she would, you know, give the information that energy of this woman that was on there was so dominant that mm -hmm. people were like, no, it really doesn't resonate with me. It it's really hers. <laughs> it was like, whoo, but it's so, one yeah, of those things I should where... probably think about, I am going to a healing uh, session in a week or so with someone that I typically go to. So I'll talk to her about that. Cause she can help me do that. Yeah. So, and again, right. it's going to be like a quick, simple, like disconnecting and then coming back together again, but just cleaning out the energy a little bit, cleaning out that brain, washing the hair. Perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. Thank, Thank you. you. So to wrap, <laughs> to wrap things up, we usually ask our guests three questions. So we'll do that next. Feel good, Britt? Yeah, it feels good. Okay. All right, Jilly. Um, when you are at your most peaceful, what is it that you're doing? Helping other people and uh, sleeping. Yeah, I'm no kidding. Um, <laughs> Britt, do you want to ask the next question? Hey, you're frozen. Yeah, I can hear you now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Would you like to ask the ne next question, Britt? Yeah. Can you tell us um, what your favorite self-help book you've ever read has been? Or if you don't have a favorite self-help book, just any book that you loved that changed your life. There are several. Um, <laughs> probably Discovering Your Soul Signature by Panache Desai. Mm -hmm. 33, 33 days to discovering um, your soul signature because it dealt with, there was, it was, it's the book has 33 days, but it has broken up into morning, noon and evening. And it gives you that notion around breaking down things like rage, like depression, like anger, like sadness. So it was a very practical, but it also gives you like things to do. Yeah. So, and I like having things to do along with, feel, you know, just not just reading, but also like, how can I integrate this piece into my life? Yeah. Awesome. That's nice. That sounds, can you repeat the name of it again in the author? Sure. Discovering your soul signature. Mm-hmm. Authors Panache Desai, P-A-N-A-C-H-E-D-E-S-A-I. Thank you. Wow. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last question. 
is, um, if money weren't an object, what would you be doing? Exactly what I'm doing now. I knew it. Okay. That's what All right. says. <laughs> <laughs> it has been so good to get to know you. I'm just going to repeat one more time. On Facebook, you can find Julie Marie. Um, her Monday night live groups are in a Facebook group called Awakening with Grace. And if you're interested in her coaching services, you can find her on Facebook as well. And the name of that group is, um, that page is Fire and Ice Transformational Coaching. It has been so great to talk to you. Thank you so very much for not only being on, but being so generous and giving us our little mini readings. Yeah. That was fabulous. That was great. It was full of a lot of great info. Thanks so much, Julie Maria. Yeah. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me. I appreciate the time. Of sure. course. And we'll hopefully people will, um, hopefully you can see a boost of maybe 30 people in your groups. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> All right. I'll be back in just a sec. Thanks again, Julie. You're welcome. If you're in the Mansfield, Massachusetts area and are looking for a space for yoga, meditation, great workshops, and life coaching support, check out Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. Mainstream even has a couple of virtual options if you don't live close by. Check out their offerings at MainstreamMeditation.com. You can also follow Mainstream Coaching and Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. The name is Mainstream Coaching and Wellness. And here I am. I am back. Just came back to say one more time, thank you so much for joining us. We are so excited that you enjoy this podcast and keep coming back for more. We can't wait to see you next time. But until then, may you be happy, healthy, safe, and live a life that's filled with ease. Thank you. Bye. Bye.